T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm headed to Gainesville today. First trip to Gainesville, Florida. OU baseball opens NCAA regional play on Friday. They've got a noon central time first pitch. We'll have it all for you. um, Every pitch right here on the ref against uh, Liberty coming up on Friday. Uh, You got Florida. And Central Michigan also in that regional as well. I think you're going to have, um, I think you're going to have all aces. My guess is all aces on Friday. Uh, Liberty's got a really good left-hander. I think they're going to throw him a game one, which I think is going to force OU to throw Jake Bennett. I think OU would throw Jake Bennett anyway in game one. And Central Michigan's got a stud uh, that is their ace pitcher, and I think it's going to force Florida to throw their guy in number one. So. That's good. If you're an OU fan, you'd love for Florida to have to uh, either get beat or spin their ace on day one so you don't have to run into him on down the line. That's fantastic. We'll see. We'll see. Nobody's released their pitching matchups yet, but that's my hunch. Any, any Anybody in Gainesville you want me to say hi to while I'm there, TJ? Anything uh, you want me to put on the to-do list as I go to Gatorland this weekend? Well, I had a friend that used to live there, but he no longer is yep. there. So um, I don't think I have any uh, messages you need right. to deliver. No, no. Uh, if JP was still there, I would say say hello to JP if you see him. I will uh, hopefully do a thorough facilities evaluation like I did on Auburn and report back to you at some point this week. What is better than OU? What is not as good as OU? Uh, and hopefully I will find something along the way that will cause tremendous controversy like we did at Auburn. Uh, the time time machine warp thing. Transfer that they had portal, there. yeah. Transfer portal that we had there. So, Anyway, headed there today. The Women's College World Series starts tomorrow. OU and OSU both in the field, as you well know by now. Sooners at 1.30 tomorrow against Northwestern. Will Jordy Ball be in the circle? That's the big question there. 8.30 tomorrow night, OSU and Arizona. The men's golf, both OU and OSU, lose in the quarterfinals yesterday of match play. Sooners dropped a heartbreaker in extra holes, 3-2 to two to Arizona State. It will be Arizona State and Texas for the uh, national championship coming up today. We uh, were in the middle of baseball and everything last week, TJ, and did not talk about 
uh, the kickoff times that were announced. Let's sprinkle in a little football talk here, a little OU football talk. We have found out, um, I guess, the start, the first three games and when they'll kick off. you got the UTEP game at 2.30 in the afternoon. You've got the Kent State game, which is going to be the ESPN Plus broadcast at 6 o'clock. And we know the uh, game at Nebraska is going to be at 11 a.m. You cool with those? Yeah, I'm cool you with those. You upset that OU Nebraska is at 11 a.m.? Does that, um, that make you mad at all? Well, if it were here, yes. Being there, no, I prefer that. So um, for the fans traveling, that stinks, though. A little bit more buildup would have been nice. Um, you know my philosophy. I wish every road game was at 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I am with the 11 a.m. road games. So I'm with you on that. Uh, and we're two home games in and don't have a home at 11 a.m. That's a well, victory. Better watch out. <laughs> better watch out. You think there's <laughs> the, more on the way? The remaining could be all 11 a.m. And that Iowa State game got moved from a Thursday to a Saturday. Yeah, yeah that was a big thing for me. I like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Because I, I don't like the Thursday night games. Why? Well, for Oklahoma, I don't like the Thursday night games. I mm. feel they're above that. They're too good to not to on me- mention. Night. That's just a messy, messy schedule with as many hosts that we have here as involved with uh, football travel. Oh, so see. yeah, I see. We're getting all, to the bottom all, of it now. All about, all about that, yeah. TJ was going to have to work on a game day. <laughs> well, I would have been working on a game day, yes, but my problem would have been probably travel back on the next day. I guess you guys would have flown in after the game, but it may have affected you that next morning. I'm never affected the next morning by what happens in a football game. You don't have very you don't you rarely play on a Thursday night. You would have given us Friday off, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It probably would have been you that would have got off. The others, you know, they have time to sleep in some, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Saturday much better. All right, so you're cool with uh, what we've heard so far. What I've heard so far, yes cool with it yeah me too i think it's fantastic honestly mm-hmm. two uh, two home games that uh aren't at 11 a.m and one road game that is and the thursday night thing is a pain in the rear i mean i i'm, I'm with you i was just giving you a hard time it's a short prep i mean i know it's coming off a bye but it's a weird prep it just throws everything out of whack like you know what day you do Rudy shows and when you get interviews and when you travel and everything's just screwy. And I'm perfectly happy with them moving it to Saturday. And I know it gives of... them two less days to get ready for, I think it's Baylor the next week, but um, I'm okay with it. I'm glad. I'm actually glad about it. Not to mention the the favorite team in a lot of those, it ends up not working out so well for them in a lot of cases. Especially Thursday if they're the road games? team. Yeah, especially if they're the road team. What do you mean by that? I think there's just seems like to me in my head there's a lot of upsets. You think there's more on upsets night. on Thursday night? It seems like it. Yes. Could be completely wrong. It just feels that way in my head. Do you have any evidence to back that up? Zero. Done zero research on it. <laughs> it's just in my head that that's the truth. Hmm. When do you think we're going to the SEC? Next uh, next school year. Not not. Not twenty two, twenty three, but twenty three, twenty four. So, 
the this is the last football season in the Big 12? I believe so. Really? Mm-hmm. We will not play in a league with UCF. asking me several questions when I answer I'm just clarifying. Uh, clarify, uh, yes, you will not face any of those teams. UCF, Cincinnati, BYU, and Houston, we will Correct. not share the league with them. I don't think so. Do you have inside uh, sources on this like you did on the upper deck won't be open situation in well, the spring game? You told me that off the air, and I wasn't supposed to say anything. <laughs> what are you doing right now? I'm teasing. He didn't tell me anything off the air. <laughs> you didn't tell You tell me nothing. And my spring game upper deck theory was correct. Until ticket pri- uh, tickets uh, got to a point where they could open it. Mm. I stand by that. That's a backpedal right there, ladies and gentlemen. So I, I'm just saying, you had inside sources for the spring game that told you the upper deck would not be open. Yes. Do you also have similar inside sources heard from that are telling you OU is leaving for the no, SEC No, I've had no, nobody tell me that or any type of source tell me that. It's just, this is a hunch. This is a hunch that I just feel like this full season will be the last, yeah. Hmm. I just can't see a world where OU and Texas are still involved with that league with the others coming in and playing and scheduling it out that way, regardless of what. Are they cutting them loose or are they writing a check? I think they compromise and come up with a lower number that OU writes the check. But not the, what is it, 82 million, whatever it's supposed to have been. Okay, well, what is it? Because, like, it, let's say it's half of that. Let's say it's 40 million. Mm-hmm. 40 million is more than, than it's going to cost to renovate. Do you know Eldale how many Mitchell Fletcher's Park? corn dogs they've sold in the last two years? I'm just saying. The phrase, I think they'll write a check, is an easy thing to say. But when we're talking about this kind of a dollar amount, you know, we are, how long have we been talking about renovating Eldale Mitchell Park? Well, that place has got to be better. Four or five years now. You're talking about writing a check for more than the $30 that it's going to take to renovate Eldale Mitchell Park. Correct. Or what any of the other renovations that you want to do on this campus, not football-related. So, oh man, I just I got a hard time thinking they're just going to be. It's difficult to think that in today's world, with the economy the way it is, and inflation, and everything that's going on, and you've just gone through the pandemic, lost money there. But I just don't see a world in which you play in a league with Houston and BYU, and I just don't see it. I just I think both sides need to like move on and move into the phase that they are. You know, OU and Texas and SEC, say, these schools are now coming into the Big 12. This is who we are. I think it's going to have to be the financial counterbalance is going to have to work in their favor before they do something like that, or they'll just wait it out. Like, for example the amount of additional revenue they'll be making by the move is going to have to at least offset the amount of money they're going to have to pay to make it. In year one, not eventually, immediately. What about two years? 
can you take that hit if you know you've got it back plus some in the second year? Which would There's be a the difference between saying, can you take that hit and do you think Oklahoma would do that? I think we are very fiscally responsible. That's just the way Joe goes about his business. Mm-hmm. He is very fiscally responsible. That's a fun word to say. Say that word, fiscally. Fiscally. Yeah, it's not that fun. Um, I I don't I I I I don't think so. I mean, I think there's also kind of this feeling that there's a ramp up that's going on, and maybe there's you know you don't actually mind it, yeah, getting things in order, getting the house in order, getting the facilities in order, all that kind of stuff. So. The immediate rush that we all felt when the announcement was made has quelled. Quelled. That's another fun word, TJ. Say quelled. Quelled. Yeah. Um, and I think there is now just kind of a, eh. If it happens before fall of 2015, it happens. But if not, we're fine. Even among the fan base, to some extent, I think that's the way. Well, I, 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 yes, that is true. But you could question, you know, if they ride this thing out three more years, do you even move into the SEC? I mean, what's college football even look like by then? It's oh, changing wow. so rapidly that is everything busted up by then, and they say. We should have never even looked in going this direction because it's completely changing in front of our eyes. We're actually going to go and shift this direction. What's that direction? I don't know. I mean, I you know, are you forming some super group or something? I, I mean, I don't uh, know. I'm just saying it's just yeah, maybe I have no idea what this game's going to look like in three years. Yeah, I I. Uh... <laughs> History tells me Joe and Joe are not writing an $80 million check or even a $50 million check or even a $40 million check and saying, eh, we're out. We'll uh, we'll figure out a way to make it. They're going to have to see the numbers in front of them that say the best financial move right now, it is going to be more financially advantageous to make the move now than it is going to be to wait. And that could happen. That could happen. I mean, they're going to, you know, the SEC is going to have to grant them full share and all that kind of stuff right away. And maybe the counterbalance is more than they'd make in the Big 12 to the extent that they could get out. But that's, you're going to have to see it in black numbers, not red numbers on the page to move early. Otherwise, I don't think they'll move early. Because they got a lot of stuff to get done. They got a <laughs> they lot of money now, to spend. Now, there is a tremendous amount of things to get done. Ballpark, softball field, all that, you know. That's all you, a big you, part you're trying of it, to talk. So. You're, you're out there beating the bushes trying to talk somebody into writing you a $10 million check for whatever project, you mm-hmm. know. And to go to them and say, hey, listen, write us a $10 million check so we can hand it to Bob Bowlesby. Eh. You know, like it's got to make sense. That's a that's a hard sell right there. Is 
hey, give us some money so we can just take it and hand it to the Big 12 Conference. So you're telling me it's a big fat no that I'm wrong. No, I'm telling you it's going to have to financially, the offset is going to have to be greater than whatever they're giving up before they do it. I don't think they're going to say, you know what? Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. School bus is here. Oh, wait. School's out. I don't think they're going to walk in and say, man, I just can't foresee a league where we play with UCF and BYU. Let's just write a check. I don't think that's happening. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by R.K. Blatt. Been in business since 1952, helping uh, medium and small-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. With all their network solutions, document management, and more, 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. Breaking news, breaking news. The premiere of this season's Big Brother, Wednesday, July 6th on CBS. Enjoy, okay. your, enjoy right. your holiday, and then About a month uh, away. we'll have Big Brother on July 6th. That seems a lot later than normal. Seems like they usually start. That's in, about right. That's usually that's around right. the 4th of July. Huh. Yeah, well, I was thinking June. but yeah. Toby, Barry Larkin or Eric Davis? Are they asking me which I like more or who was a better player? I don't know. That's all it says. Barry Eric, Larkin. Eric Davis, Eric Davis was my favorite player growing up, uh, but Barry Larkin was... He's a Hall of Famer. Harry, er, Barry Larkin had the better career. Love Barry Larkin. But Eric Davis was my favorite player. Wait, it's been 15 years? So he was a big Sonic fan when he was three years old? He said uh, five or six, I so, think, in that in that statement. How, but I don't how think how he was that old. Uh, yeah. How old is Paolo Bancaro? Hang on, I'm texting. How old... They came here in 07, 08, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Paolo Bancaro is, was born in 02. Yeah, so okay. he was right. So, he said five, yeah. He said five or six, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 30th, 19. but no shopping. Right, Caleb? <laughs> We're 20th, actually. 20th. Yeah. 20th largest city, but no shopping. Uh, let's see. Uh, did they not see what we did to A&M? If I were Northwestern, I'd knock the trash top before we hand y'all the biggest loss in school history. Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. Yeah. So he that's a response to the Northwestern, the Northwestern trash talk. Northwestern barstool trash talk. Which isn't that the job of every barstool account with the school they represent? That's correct. Yeah, I mean, that's their job. Are you going to make it to Clearwater while in Florida? It's only about an hour and a half drive. You going <laughs> to rent a car and go down to Clearwater? I wasn't planning on it, no. Why should I? To go see Clearwater sooner? Is that, is uh, that? Yeah, I think that's who that probably was that sent that. They didn't sign that text, but I'm guessing that's who that was. No, uh, I do not plan on leaving the greater Gainesville area. I do have a in-laws who live about an hour and a half the other direction. So if I went anywhere, it would probably be to go visit family, but I'm not planning on getting an Uber to take me an hour and a half anywhere. I think I'm going to stay put. 
listening from Pottstown, Pennsylvania, and OU that- will be playing in the Big 12 until 2025. They cannot afford to cut the check even for half the buyer unless boosters pony up the cash. Well, there's... Okay. I didn't have inside information until I got it from Pottstown, Pennsylvania sooner. Now I know. <laughs> uh, how I much- just don't think that's something you go ask boosters for. They got a lot of things to ask donors for. I don't think they add to the list. Hey, can you just give us money to send to the Big 12? That's That's a hard sell for me. How much does the new ESPN deal play into the move being sooner? Well, okay, when does that start, by the way? Let me see. Um, that, I mean, that's what I'm talking about, the counter move. Yes. Um, if if the check you're going to get for being in the SEC outweighs the check you have to write, then it's a Boom, positive gone. move. Yeah. Uh, but let's see, 2024 is when the ESPN-SEC deal starts. I assume that's summer 2024, so the new school year 24-25. Ten-year deal with the SEC and ESPN uh, begins in 2024, which is when the payout really ramps up for the SEC schools. Okay. What else you got? Anything else back there? Uh, let's see here. Last one I have here says, I want Toby's thoughts if our baseball facility played a factor in not hosting a regional. Also want his thoughts on the proposed upgrades to baseball. Is it going to be good enough? Why are people asking this question? I think they're just assuming, well, because it's been put out there by some people that, you know, obviously the two nicest facilities in the Big 12 got to host. Um, I, I think they're just assuming that, that that's what they went by and said, you know, Texas and Oklahoma State have nice ballparks, so they get to host, which you brought up. Was it you that brought up Maryland yesterday? Yeah. And bringing in temporary bleachers uh, and everything? Yeah, so. Maryland plays in a, uh, like, Delisi Park, basically, is uh, their home stadium. It has nothing to do with facilities. I mean, if you can't host because of your facilities, that's one thing. But the, the reason OU did not get a host, it has nothing to do Eldale Mitchell Park is perfectly fine to host a regional. It needs to be upgraded to be able to recruit better, to be able to contend in the SEC, yes. But it is perfectly capable of hosting NCAA regionals and has in the past. It did not factor at all into the decision-making for the NCAA committee. Uh, Eldale Mitchell Park is better than many West Coast ballparks. I would argue it's probably better right now than Stanford's. I bet you could look at several that are hosting and say it's as good as that if not better it's certainly better than a few uh so no that they did not say osu and texas have nice ballparks let's give them regionals that's that's not how it works no i'm being, now what was the second part of that question um proposed upgrades is it going to be good enough good enough for what um i'm assuming the sec Will it put it on uh, par with the others yeah. to make it acceptable in the SEC? I'm assuming that's what he means by that, or she. Well, you and I have had this discussion before. I think the proposed uh, renovations are fantastic. I think it's going to make Eldale Mitchell look fantastic. It's great. It's awesome. $30 million renovations for that place. It's going to be awesome. 
there is a little bit of a, uh, I don't know if it's misreporting or misunderstanding or, you know, uh, the grass is always greener situation going on here with the SEC and all their facilities. There's a feeling that all SEC facilities in every sport are amazing, way better than us, way better than everybody in every sport, and that's not the case. That's not the case. Even in baseball, OU's current facility would rank near the bottom of the SEC. But it's not like every SEC facility is Arkansas or College Station. The two Mississippi schools, Arkansas and College Station, are fantastic. LSU's really nice. The one we're going to this weekend, that's, that's not that special. It's fine. Florida's stadium is fine. It's nothing awesome. Georgia, nothing awesome. Tennessee, nothing awesome. Vanderbilt's weird. It's kind of cool because it's just quirky. Kentucky, nothing special. Missouri, worse than us. Uh, who did I leave out? Auburn, not, not special. Alabama, eh, it's okay. I mean, so I'm just, yes, the renovations that they're wanting to do to Elda Mitchell Park are going to be great. The point is to be able to try to recruit better to contend year in and year out with the SEC. Oh, you can beat the SEC right now. Oh, you can play in the SEC right now. Look at their record against the SEC the last five years. In years they haven't gone to the NCAA tournament. They've got a winning record head-to-head with the SEC. So, but to win it? To be able to contend for championships in the SEC, I think they need to be able to recruit at a higher level, which means make that ballpark look look better than it does right now. Better facilities, better indoor batting cages, better locker rooms, all that kind of stuff, in addition to sprucing up the stadium and, and making it look fine. So, I'm being told another radio host on another station, I guess, said that facilities is why it didn't happen and that OSU offered five times the money. So, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say that radio host doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea who that radio host is, but I would say they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, we'll take a break. Quick break. It is 8.33. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I had seen that, TJ. TJ sent me a video of the uh, way the season ended for Northeastern, a Division II team. The the player ran into the umpire, and then the umpire called him out. What a cruddy way to end (laughs) the season. Uh, Blaze is clearing uh, what would have been a double, um, and he gets called out at second because he falls on the ground and runs into the umpire. Yeah. Uh, Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker of a way for a season to end. So, um, what were we talking about before the break? I got oh, uh, facilities and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. This is. I don't think. I don't know why the OU OSU comparisons being made. Like this did not come down to OU or OSU getting the final regional spot. OSU is a national seed. They were easily in. At no point. Did they say, let's take one more team, should it be OU or OSU? If OU was being compared to anybody, 
for a regional hosting spot, it would be at the bottom of the seed numbers, like the Georgia Southerns and the Maryland's and the Auburn's and the Florida's. Those are the teams they were being compared against. And, um, again, I've either been to or seen a lot of these stadiums. I could go down the seed list here. Tennessee's got a little bit nicer stadium than OU. Stanford, not as nice. Oregon State, probably a little nicer, although it's weird. A lot of concrete. Vatek, not as nice. We've been there. I do like a little thing they did with the outfield at Vatek, uh, but the stadium itself, not as nice. We had to broadcast from a tent uh, outside the press go- press box because they didn't have room for radio crews in the press box there. Texas A&M, much nicer than OU. It's fantastic. Miami of Florida. TJ, help me out. Do you know what Miami's baseball stadium looks like? Not off the top of my head, no. I would think they would have a pretty nice facility, though. Alex Rodriguez has poured some money into that, ha- mm-hmm. hasn't he? I believe so, yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up online here. We've never played at Miami. Um, eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I'd put that ahead of L. Dale. But pretty comparable, I'd say. It is in Miami, but. OSU, much nicer. East Carolina, TJ. What kind of baseball stadium do you think they got at East Carolina? Uh, Not great, I would say. Well, I mean, it's East Carolina, some right? Dirt and some grass. Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Oh, that's the football stadium. Here we go. East Carolina Baseball Stadium. Pretty good. Oh, is this the proposed stadium? or is it... yeah, It's okay. It's probably slightly better than El Dale, I'd say. That's uh, yeah, pretty good. Looks like it's been renovated lately. Texas, better than OU. North Carolina, better than OU. Southern Miss, we've never played there. Eric Hall, you told me it was nice. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, I bet it's nice. Uh, Mississippi, whatever, the, the state of Mississippi for some With reason baseball. builds yeah. incredible baseball yeah, stadiums. Yeah, I was going to say, they are, they're all nice there. Southern Miss Baseball Stadium looks, oh, it looks like a nice press box and the stands don't look that great. they got a bunch of metal bleachers. I'll give it. I'll give it a slight edge over Eldale. Not not huge. Louisville nicer than us. Florida slightly nicer than us. Auburn comparable. Maryland way worse. Georgia Southern. Let's see what kind of baseball stadium Georgia Southern has. Not as nice. So no it. It did not come down to a comparison between Eldale and O'Break for who was getting a regional. That's a falsity. It came down to sites being announced before Oklahoma beat Texas to win the Big 12 tournament. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it came down to they didn't like how many bad losses OU had. That's probably what they were telling. Let's not talk about that. I mean, that's the only thing it could have come down to. That's the only reason you wouldn't give them a regional. So I think the... Renovations to Eldale are going to be great. I think they have, since the original drawings, gone back and had some even you know more ideas as they traveled about. Um, seeing what they did at O'Brate, seeing some of these other places we've been, taking facility tours at other ballparks like at Auburn and like they'll do at Florida this week, and said, "All right, we got some we got some more ideas for things we want to do, some tweaks we want to make, or some things we can do better." So. It's going to be cool, and I hope they can 
start to move dirt. And, and you know, a part of it, a large part of it, TJ, is for the fans to be able to enjoy baseball games more. But let's be honest. We're not outdrawing Eldell Mitchell Park right now. That place oh, is definitely half full not. most definitely of the time. Not. not even, yeah. They're not knocking down the wall saying we got to have more seats at this place. The the hope is that by improving facilities, which goes more than just the seating bowl here, that it will be more attractive to recruits when they are trying to recruit against these other, you know, the Arkansas of the world, the Texas A&Ms of the world, Texas and these other places that have these great stadiums, that facilities will be canceled out or ours will be newer and nicer and bells and whistles and things, and they'll say, all right, we can recruit with them or better than them now. And with, you know, baseball teams that go to Omaha and compete in the SEC, and there'll be an ignited fan base. The OU baseball fan base needs a fuse lit. They, it has faded in recent years. And part of that is the product on the product, field. Yeah, absolutely. Part of it is the rise of OU softball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of it's TJ getting yelled at by security guards. Darn right. That Eldel is invisible has not lines. been a fun place to go. You know, the food is boring or the invisible lines or whatever the case may be. So it all kind of goes into it. it. It needs a facelift. The whole thing, the experience of going to a game at Eldale Mitchell Park needs a facelift. And, man, they're jazzed right now. This baseball team's playing great. Maybe they make a run to Omaha. That gets people excited. Maybe they start to do some renovations. Maybe some SEC fan bases come in here on road trips, and it gets everybody, you know, jazzed up when a whole bunch of Arkansas fans or Ole Miss or whatever, they show up, and uh, OU baseball takes off. That's the hope. Well, and I think a lot of uh, OU fans probably looked up on Sunday and said, wait a minute, what? Hey, check this out. We got a baseball team? This team's been pretty good over the last couple of months. Really all, all season long. They've got some bad Didn't losses, make... but they, this, is, this team's played great baseball down the stretch. Great here's, baseball. Here's when I know that OU baseball will have arrived. Have they talked about it at all on our afternoon show? Uh, I can't uh, verify yeah. that. I don't know. Did we I, make the rush yesterday? What I heard, no, but that doesn't mean that they didn't. So I, I, I can't answer that. Is the flagship station for OU baseball made it into the rush conversation at all yet? <laughs> it did the other shows. I don't know about the okay. afternoon. I know that's high on Skip Johnson's priority list. So hopefully uh, that's right around the corner. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by R.K. Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Chris Plank, crossover, Cleveland County Family YMCA. TJ, on this date, June 1, what year did Nolan Ryan throw his fourth no-hitter as a member of the California Angels, it came against the Baltimore Orioles. Hmm. Are you asking me, or is this a on this day with TJ? This is an on this day with TJ, but feel free I'm to help just, him. I'll just go mid-70s and go 75. Um, I, yeah, I think you're right. A dramatic pause. 
Final answer. 1975. Holy mackerel! <laughs> I mean, Sorry. He, you know the rules. He was one, he's making sure I wasn't talking 1885. Nolan pitched for a long time. Or 18, <laughs> 1875, excuse me. Good morning, Chris Plank. <laughs> What's up, Tiro? How are you guys today? Good. Good. How are you doing today, Chris Plank? Well, today's a fun day. Um, so with all the games tomorrow, we move up our uh, typical Thursday stop at Caven. So we're on the road today. But... As soon as I'm done, I pack the equipment up, and I head to Oklahoma City. And it's a full day of coaches' interviews, player interviews. Um, they, they, they were Zoom last year. They're in person this year, so that's pretty exciting. Question. Today, man, it's a full softball day. Yes, go, go ahead. Uh, are you calling games for SiriusXM this year? Or yeah, Westwood what, what One or whoever absolutely. it was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing the evening nice. session Thursday. Yeah. Nice. So that, that means I get to call Oregon State and Florida, and I get to call Oklahoma State and Arizona, which Oklahoma State fans might not like to hear that because uh, both games I called for them last year, they lost. So, yeah. So you're calling three of the four games on Thursday. That's right. But then the – Are you doing uh, it again both, Friday? Okay, so that's where the confusion comes in on this new schedule. Is it, it, it all kind of depends on what Oklahoma does, right? If Oklahoma wins, then I'm probably calling a, a game or two on Friday. If they lose, then I'm probably calling a game or two on Saturday. So everything kind of just is hinges on what Oklahoma does. But yeah, that's uh, we. I mean, it's it's really been cool for me because you get to. You get to meet a lot of people in the sport, and this is by no means um, anything about me, but more about Oklahoma, because you really become surprised by how many people kind of know what you do. And it's like I can't sneak in there. And you're a celebrity in the softball world. I, I, I let's not say that, but it's almost as if they know. And I think some of the Westwood One guys last year were a little bit concerned. Because, like, well, we got the Oklahoma guy, but I don't think anyone cares. I just think there is this – and now, you watch, I'm going to say that, and, like, Kenny Gajewski will have me kicked out of the room or something. Right, but, right. But I, Question. I think, I think there is this mutual respect for Patty. Go ahead. Um, are you hosting any shows this weekend other than this show, other than your radio, your local radio show? I'm just I, – I've kind of cleared everything for this. This is – uh, nine, 9 to noon, and maybe, gosh, with, with the way things are looking tomorrow, maybe 9 to 11 tomorrow, and then that's it. I'm not taking anything. I'm not picking up anything. The uh, got to take care of the pipes, T-Row. Um, My I man don't know is calling I've, three games tomorrow. Can we take, give him a little bit of a I've break on the radio the show tomorrow? No. 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 He's, he's, got, no a, he's got a voice I'll to tell you what. here, TJ. If you want to go <laughs> 6 to noon, I'll go 6 to noon with you. You're talking to me okay. right now? I'm talking to you right now. If you want to give Chris a break and take no, over no, his no. show no. for him, I'll let you go 6 I to noon. I don't need a break. <laughs> in, in fact, if I get a break, I'd get lazy. Because all, all I do during my break is listen to you guys anyway. So, I mean, it's not like I'd really be. I'd be sitting there in the booth just making notes listening to you guys anyway. So, <laughs> why, why not be in there? And I think, I think. What kind of a voice therapy I, treatment are you under right now? Are we going? Are, do you have anything that you're doing to kind of just pre, pre uh, 
medicate your, your vocal cords? Hydration. Water, water, water. I've cut down to just one cup of coffee a day, and I chug water. And, I, you know, I don't know if you've discovered the, the fisherman's cough drops, but, yeah. you know, there was a... Have you ever I, tried the I, throat I really, coat? Yes, I'm a big fan of the throat coat. The problem is I taste the throat coat for like a week afterwards. It's terrible. <laughs> like you it's have the terrible. throat coat coffee, and it's still there for a week. But um, I've had... Boy, I've had some bouts with allergies this year. I mean, I lost my voice you know, two and a half weeks ago, um, but it's, I feel good. I'm really excited about it. If there's any problems, um, usually just going to bed a little early helps out for me. Um, I try not to scream at my kids too much. That helps with the vocal cords. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm snoring, apparently, a little bit more than I typically do, so I oh, worry about really? that. Bro. Yeah, I worry about that a little bit. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of landed me on the couch a few more times than I'd like. But, no, 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 a lot of hydration. A lot of hydration and a lot of the fisherman's cough drops. If we ever find out that the fisherman's cough drops lead to something worse, then we just need to go ahead and plan my memorial. Because I've gone through about ten bags of those so far this season. (laughs) If, If come to find out there is some sort of radiation or anything in there, which they work so well, there might be. I could be in some big trouble right now. I've said but for a long time the next uh, the next ta- attack is going to be in uh, hand sanitizer. They're going to that's how they're going to get us in hand sanitizer sometime. So maybe maybe the cough drop cough drop route is get uh, off my wife's Facebook groups, Toby. Get off them. <laughs> is that is that a thing? I thought I made that up. Is that a thing? <laughs> I, I, I Chris, don't know. I'm, I'm I'm willing to believe anything that's out there right now. Have a great show today, Chris. Thanks, Toby. I'll talk to you from the stadium tomorrow all right very good i'll be in gainesville tomorrow have a great wednesday everybody